Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Kingdom of Pod on the Believe Podcast Network, brought to you by Pet Online. Jeff Caves here in Flower Mound, Texas. Well, there's not a ton of Boise State football news to get into this week. There are some good observations that came in with the budget issue. We'll talk about that. Plus, the interesting recruiting trail of the one that got away, Zach Wilson, who didn't get away from the NFL draft, which we'll find out next week but let's get to one of the bigger pieces of news before we go to budgetary issues i thought it was a nice gesture um to see the credit that was given by jeremiah dickey the athletic director at boise state now of course sort of nodding to what kurt absey was able to put together for the golf program at boise state for those that have been in and around the old varsity center you remember the wrestling room that uh, housed uh, Boise State's wrestling program. Well, that was uh, not needed anymore, obviously. So this uh, presented the opportunity to put together a a new facility indoors, at least for the golf team to have a place to work on simulation and and they can putt and have meetings and look at video together. So all of that combined uh, put this opportunity. And I thought Kurt, the former athletic director, who's now in advancement in fundraising you know, uh, acknowledged it. And then Jeremiah Dickey acknowledged his role in making that happen uh, rather than whatever else he could have done. So I just thought that was a nice gesture uh, by both guys and specifically Dickey uh, for, you know, putting credit where it was due with with Kurt. And Kurt has a passion for golf and, and worked with people to get that facility done. At the same time, there was the announcement about the Boise State Athletic Department's budget and how it all came together for the fiscal year of 2020. And I think there's the first thing that we need to take into consideration when you look at the performance for 2020. Most of us naturally think it included the football season uh, in 2020, but that's not accurate. Uh, The fiscal year for 2020 um, uh, included the 19 season, so the 2019 football season. And then, of course, the pandemic hitting in in March of 20, and then the 2020 budget closes out June 30th, and that's when they start the 21 budget. And so we won't know uh, about 21, of course, uh, for quite some time and the impact. They've already done some internal things. but So this is an analysis of really just the first three months of the pandemic and how it may have affected the athletic department. But remember, uh, the athletic department uh, went into uh, budget crunch time on the expense side. Uh, the income side had been collected, I would think, for the most part. I'm sure uh, there were payments that were due on um, things like your BAA memberships or sponsorships, but those were fulfilled for the 2019 football season and 2019 and 20 uh, basketball season. And then the other types of in, uh, 
items that would go into a sponsorship, you know, they were still being fulfilled digitally or through the media for sponsors through that last um, you know three months of the fiscal year 2020. So uh, I think that you just have to understand this is a little different snapshot of what they're looking at. Uh, but again, back to my original uh, statement about Kurt Absey, uh, I think for him it's another high point. You know, he goes out with a $52 million dollar a budget, no matter how they got there, and I know they had to stick in some camp revenue that it, they had been holding on to, and they had not used uh, for about four years. So that's the best time to have done it, and it still it just balances your budget, and at the same time you've still got a fifty-two million dollar budget, and I think that's a good external sign. Uh, if Boise State were to go shopping for a new conference. Uh, that's a record-setting budget. Uh, that's a great sign for the school that they're able to get into this area. It, it's still like, I don't know, I think the number I read was in the 60, 65th uh, overall. But hey, the Power Five, you know, that, that's about that number. So they're doing better than all almost or most of the G5s. And I'm sure there's uh, some uh, now Power Fives that they may be nipping the heels at. So that's all uh, positive news. Uh, the money, of course, went back out <laughs> as well. So that's normal, though, for uh, uh, any athletic department. And I, I look at the whole thing and and think, hey, you know, how did the two money sports do? And and most importantly, how, how about the ticket situation at Boise State? Before we get there, though, what about bet online? It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. So whether you want to get in on some of the action with basketball going on right now, bet online has you covered. And they've got the news, the scores, the odds. It's all there. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you do is head over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. Or just use your mobile device to sign up today and get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. AG. The, the football program and men's basketball program are the only ones not operating at a deficit. You know, and I, I guess I look at the basketball number and I know that there is some decisions to be made internally and in how they piece out the money that comes through donations, the money that comes through Learfield, merchandising and donations and some other uh, various things. And they've got to make their, their best judgment. And I think it it is a growth area of basketball. Uh, the, the ticket sales certainly is an area that has a lot of room to grow. Uh, one thing that we do uh, know about Boise State's athletic department and its budget is that it will go as the football program goes. And more specifically, it will go as the ticket sales for their football program goes. They must literally almost sell every ticket at that place to get to where they need to be budgetarily. Um, there's, there's not great news here in terms of comparing the ticket sales for the 2019 season to 2018, because that's what this 20 budget includes. And if you look at it, it's down 10% from 19 to 18, but there's reasons for that. And that, that doesn't mean we should just excuse it though. In 2019, Boise State's home schedule at Albertson Stadium had no ranked opponents, no Power Fives visiting, not even BYU. The 10% decrease in sales 
is when it's compared to the 2018 home schedule, which had a ranked BYU, a ranked Utah State, San Diego State coming in, Fresno State coming in, and a home game against Fresno State for the Mountain West Championship. So the schedule was much much more robust in 2018. It was depleted in 19. But you, you want to see your program get to the point where it's not as dependent on that because you start factoring in opponents, kickoff times, days of the week, and, and there is a problem. So the affinity for the program is where the most amount of work, from my perspective, needs to be done. And that will come more long term. You, you don't earn that in just a schedule or a kickoff time or a, a day of the week. People have to have a certain loyalty and affinity for the program that, A, they buy the ticket no matter if they're going or not, give it to somebody who can or will, or B, then show up. You know, That's like the second biggest thing is to show up. And they've got that opportunity. It's not like Boise is screaming with professional sports competitors right down the street. So I think it's a great opportunity, and they're still – you know, I think headed in that direction uh, with new energy in really two out of the three most critical positions. Um, you know, and, and I'm going to include, you know, the, the, the president in that. And, and Dr. Trump is a key player in this, Jeremiah Dickey, and then your football coach. And, you know, Andy's important in creating new energy and commitment to the school and getting people to games and, and selling the ticket and then getting them to use it. So that's all positive. We'll see what happens with the 21 uh, revenue report. We know that's going to be different. Basically, no fans for football and you know basketball, and, and there's just nothing to talk about in terms of the turnstile count and some of the money that they earn that way. Well, the memberships, some people still paid their membership dues to the Bronco Athletic Association, so that money may have still come in. Uh, Boise State... If you're wondering, you know, not, by not playing in a bowl game, they probably made money or didn't lose as much because when you look back at the 2019 Las Vegas Bowl, uh, Boise State lost about, you know, over 100 and I think $140,000 if I read that uh, correctly on just going to the Las Vegas Bowl. And I know that's a disappointment for some of us that want to see a line item financial sort of relationship. Going to a bowl game means making money. Uh, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, for a hundred and you know forty thousand dollars, you bought yourself the chance and the opportunity to say that you played in a bowl game and you got that exposure on ESPN. It was a big Coach Pete game. You you had all that excitement for that kind of dough. Could you have could you have done that without it? There's a lot more that goes into all of that. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, that's that's the financial news for now, which I think is really pretty positive for Boise State to get themselves into a $50 million-plus budget area, I think, is extremely um, uh, impressive. Uh, we'll get into the details about the one that got away, Zach Wilson, and why he didn't end up at Boise State in a second. But, hey, this is the time of year where you start grabbing your sunglasses, and then you lose them. Uh, maybe you're like me. I'm in the car. I grab my sunglasses, and they're too dark, so it's not too comfortable. I can't read. It's, it's not exactly evening yet but the sun's still out so i took them out and i just suffered with the sun well i should have had uh canon uh canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity 
uh, Japanese optics uh, make their lenses uh, clearer and lighter and stronger. They have these Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. If you're like me, I'm always scratching my sunglasses. So if that sounds good to you, get in uh, at Canon with the exclusive uh, code at caninecast15 at canine.com. You'll get 15% off your first pair. That's Canon Cast 15, K E A E N O N, K A E N O N, clearly better. I find the story about uh, Zach Wilson and his recruitment pretty interesting and how he got away from Boise State and just looking at the timeline and sort of reminding us about it because this kid's going to be one of the top draft picks in the NFL coming up this Thursday with the primetime broadcast, and there'll be a lot said and written about. Zach Wilson when when it's all said and done and this is a kid coming out of high school that was a three-star recruit in reading the ESPN story about him uh, he was almost into the four-star category but he wasn't and Boise State was on him uh, as were other schools in the Mountain West Conference like Utah State Hawaii and Fresno and Nevada Uh, he had Colorado State as well then he had Weber and um, some other schools, and, and then later things kind of changed, and I'll, I'll get to that. And the, one of the things about him that, that uh, most of us were curious about was whether or not he was going to take a mission. And it's not uncommon for a lot of BYU quarterbacks to do so. Uh, right after they leave their high school experience, they go away for two years and come back. You know, some will play a year and then take a mission and come back. And in Zach Wilson's case, he never took a mission. Now, whether or not he is, you know, fully committed to his faith and all that, that's none of my business, and I it, it just I don't care. So, uh, is he going to take a mission now before the NFL draft? I don't, I don't think so. The way Zach Wilson 180'd and went to BYU when he was recruited by them and dropped Boise State led some of us to believe. He was a highly committed LDS kid. His church called him, and he went. That's not necessarily the case, as I understand the facts and the matter of Zach Wilson. So that makes it even a little bit more uh, interesting. You know, Zach Wilson at BYU had some injury issues he overcame. He had to develop as a freshman. But this is a kid out of Draper, Utah. And he commits to Boise State in June of 2017. And about, oh, five months later uh, from then, the BYU football team was struggling. They let Ty Detmer go as their offensive coordinator. And this started the unraveling of his commitment, Zachary Wilson's verbal commitment to Boise State. Now, mind you, at this time, you know, when he's verbally committed to Boise State, he is way down the road. He's already been to Boise several times. He's bought Boise State apparel. He's even registered for school as an early enrollee, okay? So this kid was highly committed. Boise State gets the commitment from him, and they stop recruiting anybody else. Well, when Detmer gets fired as coordinator, they have a quarterback recruit who was a three-star. His name was Zadik Dinkelman. He was from Texas, and he was Ty Detmer's nephew, Upon Detmer getting fired on the 27th of November, which was controversial, Dinkelman decommitted. 
to BYU. BYU was out looking at another LDS kid who was going to go on a mission, but he ultimately committed to Stanford anyway, but then he went away for two years and went back to Stanford. And that all opened up the doors for Zach Wilson. Now, his high school coach was quoted as saying, after the phone call was made by Zach Wilson to uh, Zach Hill at the time, was Boise State's uh, offensive coordinator, and of course, uh, Brian Harson that uh, Boise State didn't like it because it happened late. Here's Boise State, you know, practicing uh, for their big Las Vegas Bowl game against Oregon. Uh, things are going quite well, frankly. And on the 13th of December, you know, literally a couple of weeks before the early signing period in December, they lose their star uh, high school senior quarterback recruit. He calls and he decommits to Boise State. His high school coach said there was all kinds of fallout from it, that Boise State wasn't happy. They were ticked off royally. These are his words. He said it was tough on them because they'd stopped recruiting everybody else. And Zach Wilson claimed that they already had a verbal uh, back in April. So they stopped recruiting people back in April. So you could imagine uh, how that all went. But it really came unraveled, according to Wilson, before the firing of Detmer at BYU. From his side of it, in late October, he starts getting the FBS Power 5 offers that maybe got his attention. Minnesota comes in. Syracuse comes in. And then Iowa comes in. And the Big Ten in Iowa really opened his eyes. He was going to take a visit there. And then BYU came in. So I think that in listening to Zach Wilson and, and watching what happened here, when the Power Five schools came in on him, I think it changed his mind. I think he looked at himself and his career and said, man, I can play Power Five. And when he was choosing earlier, and it was the likes of Utah State, Hawaii, Fresno State, Nevada, Rice, Idaho, Weber State, Colorado State, you know, even Oregon State and Boise State, He's going to take the Boise State offer. But when you start getting in, uh, maybe Minnesota changed his mind or at least got his attention in Syracuse. But then Iowa comes in and he takes the visit. I think he was ready and was willing and was going to decommit from Boise State. And ultimately, uh, that's what happened. Now, there were also quotes from the recruiting coordinator at BYU that Kalani Sataki uh, became obsessed with signing uh, Wilson at BYU, and he was on it constantly. And so Cal came in on him. I'm sure that really got him going. BYU had not really recruited Zach Wilson at all. But then at the last minute, even according to Wilson's mother, BYU comes in in the fourth quarter with a minute to go and is begging him to attend uh, BYU. So, you know, Wilson is going to be taking that visit to Iowa and he cancels it because he gets convinced by Sataki to just wander over to Provo and get out there for a day. Well, he stayed at the weekend, canceled Iowa, and then ultimately committed to BYU, and the rest is history. For Boise State, they lost out on not only a surefire high-round NFL draft pick. They got Hank Bachmeyer in their deal, but I'm not naive enough to say that as much as Hank has done for the program, won a huge game, two, three, or four, and has had a good record at Boise State, let's not underplay the fact that Zach Wilson 
is in the top two quarterbacks in the country right now headed to the NFL draft. That's a big-time kid. That was a big-time recruit opportunity. And I think credit's due to Zach Wilson, credits or Zach, Zach Hill, credit's due to Brian Harson for identifying the talent that existed in Wilson and almost reeling him in. Of course, Boise State scrambled when they lost Wilson. They took Riley Smith, who worked out at, at tight end, never worked out at quarterback, they did add Jalen Henderson into that December signing period, so I don't really know ultimately uh, what their decision was there. I'm sure they were already on board with Henderson, and they, you know, the the recruiting of transfers wasn't as intense as it is now. So there you have it. You know, he he commits to BYU on the 21st of December, and he decommitted from Boise State approximately eight days before that. So. Crazy story, uh, one that got away, uh, and now we'll just see where Zach Wilson lands. All right, it's an abbreviated edition, really, of the Kingdom of Pod on the Believe Podcast Network on Boise State football because there's not much else going than that. We will have a, a bigger breakdown on the NFL draft as it relates to Boise State and as it relates to some of the kids in the Mountain West Conference. But uh, that's it. Presented by Bet Online. Please rate, review, and pass along the Kingdom of Pod to any Bronco fan that you know. It's all Boise State football all the time. Talk to you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.